0: Welcome to Career Buzz, the unique radio conversation that empowers lives, enriches careers, and energizes organizations today on your show how to do work that you'd be excited to do even if you weren't getting paid for it hi i'm erica madison executive coach certified career advisor and founder of erica madison coaching and consulting i'm pleased to be your host today on career buzz thanks for tuning in this morning what do you do when opportunity comes knocking you answer the door That's what Frank Camacho did when one of his favorite radio personalities invited him to be a guest on her show. He discovered that radio was a platform for bringing joy to people's lives, and so he decided to advocate for getting his own show. Since then, he's interviewed hundreds of big-name Latin music artists and has entertained his growing listenership with Salsa Music every week frank loves bringing people together so in addition to hosting his radio show he's also an event producer organizing several large-scale festivals and other community building events each year before going all in with his passion as a radio personality and event producer frank worked in insurance sales for many years his story is an example of how it's possible to have a nine to five job while also pursuing passion projects. You never know, what starts as a side dish may become your main dish. Frank and I share an appreciation for salsa music, and it was a delight to interview him at his radio station in Evanston, Illinois, just outside of Chicago. you're a radio personality, and you've been doing this for a number of years. Tell me a little bit about what you love about what you do.
1: Well, I love reaching people, reaching out to people, and making them happy. I mean, sometimes you have no idea what kind of day somebody might be having or, or somebody might have had. But I think if you bring in the right type of music and, you know, you give them a positive attitude... Uh, you can cheer them up and um, I mean to me making people happy uh, is my goal I mean it it makes me happy if I can make somebody happy
0: so it sounds like you've really found your purpose through this work
1: Uh, I believe I have I mean I don't all kind of works in the in the past but to me this is my passion and you have to be passionate about what you do
0: and what does a typical week look like for you
1: well, I mean, I do a lot of other stuff, um, but basically, I uh, really only work on the weekend as far as the pro- program itself. But we do have a lot of planning, planning to do. We try to set up interview with different radio per- uh, or personalities uh, uh, from could be media, could be from businesses. But most of most of the uh, time, we concentrate. On people that are related to show business, either local artists or international artists.
0: And what kinds of artists do you like to have on your show?
1: Well, we basically uh, target people that are into the uh, salsa um, genre. Uh, salsa is my my thing. I was born in Cuba and I was raised um, ever since I was a child, uh, listening to music through my through my house. I mean. Uh, my parents, my, my aunt that used to live with us, um, I have listened to all kind of music, but uh, Cuban music, which is the roots of salsa, um, have always been a big part of my life.
0: So you've been getting to blend your love of salsa, your appreciation for music and culture with bringing these different personalities and artists onto your show for many years now, is that right?
1: Yes, I've been doing radio for about 18 years now in Chicago. I have gone through, you know, like three different radio stations. I had had different uh, shows with different hours. But um, right now, currently, I'm I'm on Sundays from 1 to 3 p.m. Central Time, right here at 1590 a.m. And like I said before, it's also 95.9 FM in Evanston. We have a large... um, members of the uh, university out here that listen to our, uh, our Spanish uh, shows. Some of them are, most of them are Hispanics, but a lot of them are Anglos. that enjoy, uh, you know, salsa music as well.
0: Wonderful. So you have a, a really, you know, diverse audience that enjoys listening to the music and the conversation that you have on the show. Uh, what are some of the different skills that you find that you are tapping into to provide these kinds of experiences for your listeners?
1: Well, what I like to do is I like to introduce people to different um, type of music. Basically, my, my main thing is salsa, but a lot of people are not aware of different genres that might uh, come out of salsa. For instance, right now, what is real hot and real popular in Cuba is a genre that is called timba. Now, timba is a combination of salsa with reggaeton. With reggae music, you know, originally that's where reggaeton came from. And um, timba is very popular, not that much here in the United States, but it's very popular all over Europe and the Caribbean. Um, and we have probably one of the best, or the best um, artists that uh, plays timba in our in our in our homeland of Cuba, because that's where the music originated. Now, there's other um, artists that have try to imitate them or copy them. And some of them are doing well. Um, there's a Puerto Rican artist called Pirulo. Pirulo is su tribu and when he started playing Timba in Puerto Rico, people were like, Oh my god, this is this is awesome. They had never heard anything like that. So they were calling it new wave salsa. But all it was all it was it was Timba. But they didn't know any better. So Pirulo fell in love with the music and he went to visit Cuba and he got together with some of the best musicians and he uh, came back to Puerto Rico with his musical director, which is a pianist uh, from Cuban descent. And he started playing timba and introduced the Puerto Rican audience and the mainstream audience to his type of music. And they were calling it something else. They were saying, oh, this is a new way, Like I said earlier, the new wave uh, salsa, and all it was it was Cuban timba. But a lot of people are not familiar with that with that genre um, because you know all the black cultural blockade that exists between Cuba and uh, the United States and other countries where um, people are not really exposed to the type of music that's playing there in the island.
0: So it sounds like you're bringing uh, sort of this educational aspect to your programming, and you have a lot of knowledge that you've built up over the years about different musical genres that you're able to share with your audience.
1: That is right. Um, Salsa originated for from Cuba, and what is called um, son. Now the son is uh, is a genre of Cuban music, and that's what uh, originated the whole salsa. Uh, movement. I kept on developing through the years. I kept on uh, mutating or changing through the years uh, until s- in the 1970s, when I guess early 70s, when it reached New York, and then they started calling it salsa. That's when they gave it the the original name. But it's all along it's been Cuban music. I mean, all all the greatest um, musicians that have played salsa, like uh, Celia Cruz, which was the the, the queen of Cuban music. Um, um, I'm trying to think of all the other, you
0: know, so many, it's probably big names. Yes. <laughs> big names. Um, and so, and so you've, this is something that you've been passionate about your whole life. It yes. sounds like, and so I'm curious, you know, to, to have a radio show to have the following that you've de- been developing over the years, what kinds of skills are you tapping into on a daily basis that help you be successful in this work?
1: Well, you know, the way I feel is, uh, you gotta, like I said, like I said before, uh, reach people and, and give people what they want. Give people what they want. And if I can make somebody happy, uh, I think I, I think I done a wonderful job. And um, I enjoy people, and I, I enjoy bringing them uh, a moment of happiness in their life. Uh, like I said, sometimes we have so many problems, people are so overwhelmed with work, personal issues, and they listen to our show and we make them laugh, we make them forget about all the problems with, the, with our music that we play, with comments that we make, different things. Um, we might give them advice every once in a while or, or say something that might reach somebody, that they might be going through you know very hard times
0: mm. so it sounds like you being in touch with the needs of your audience and being able to adapt and meet them where they are really to help meet their needs and give them a boost when they can use it is is really something that you're able to bring to the table
1: yeah I really I really enjoy that um like I said I've been doing I've been doing this for like eighteen years now, and I you know, I had many other jobs, obviously. Um, yeah. What were know? some
0: of the things that you did leading up to this?
1: Okay, so I I do everything. I I was a car salesman for a while. I sold cars. Uh, then I managed a jewelry store for my for my family. I did that for a few years, and after that, I got into the insurance business, and I sold life insurance uh, for a Fortune 500 company uh, based out of Cincinnati, Ohio. I did that for twenty five years and I was able to retire early due to, to the amount of time that I that I put in that company. And uh, while I was working as an insurance agent, I discover uh, I have always enjoyed salsa and I discovered this second career which is uh, radio, doing doing radio. And I kind of that kind of fell out of fell out of my lap, like they say I fell out of fell out of heaven. It was something that um that it just happened. It was accidental. Um I was I don't know if you want me to go through the whole story. I could I could yeah, I could tell, try.
0: Us, tell us the quick version of the story. I will it's, try it's to a give you a, a quick story. version.
1: Yeah. So um I'm a big lover of um game shows and we um were watching uh, a show that was hosted by Howie Mandel, which it was called Deal or No Deal. And I, many of your audience might remember this that. that's the game show where you can open the briefcases and you have different numbers in there. And it's oh by luck. So um, my kids uh, were watching the show with me and they found out that there was going to be a Spanish version of the show and they were going to have it in Mexico. So they said, Dad, I think we should you should try uh, to become a, content, a contestant and go to the, go to the show. Go to the show and uh, see what you can do. So I, you know, I, I, I went. I auditioned for the show. Um, uh, I was picked out of a bunch of other people. Uh, they like me. They like my sense of humor. Um, I was invited to go. So I went to Mexico with Alex, expenses pay. And then I said, oh, you know, this is this might work out okay if I don't make any money. If I don't win any money, at least I'm taking a vacation uh while i was there i met a lady who was um the one that really got me to the radio uh she was a radio personality here in chicago land, on the spanish uh station her name was linda oh her name is linda cardona she's still alive linda cardona they call her the queen of the microphone so linda cardona I, I was just talking to, to her one night and to everybody else, to a bunch of people. We, everybody used to sit around and, and, and listen to me. I, 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 I love to tell jokes, so I was just telling jokes and stuff like that. So Linda's um, approach, she goes, uh, uh, do you listen to radio in Spanish?" In Chicago I said, "Yeah, of course. And she goes, have you ever have you ever listened to um, sabor Latino, which means you know flavor Latin flavor. I said, yeah, that's one of my favorite shows. And, and she goes, you know who I am? I'm Linda Cardona. So I go, oh, my God, it's a pleasure meeting you, blah, blah, blah. They, I knew who she was, obviously. She was the co-host of the show. And she says, you know, I, I think you got a good personality. I would like to invite you to our show. Come in and give it a try. Come in at least twice twice a week and see how it works out. So I started coming around, started coming around and doing the show. And basically, I, I was just uh, coming like... Two times a week, and and doing the jokes, and doing the weather, and doing giving the t- doing the time time segment and stuff like that, and then people started asking for me. The audience, um, you know, the audience kind of liked me, and they started calling the radio station and calling the show and saying, you know, we we want the guy that tells the jokes. We want the guy. Bring him back. Bring him back. So before you knew it, um, I was working with them every day. I was filling in for them uh whenever they had something to do i was there i was co-hosting the show sometimes they used to go out and do other things and leave me in charge of the the whole thing i would be picking the music i would be doing everything so i did that for about a year and a half almost two years
0: and that was while you were still working in insurance right
1: that's while i was still working in insurance and after that uh doing that for about a year and a half or two years i i spoke to the management and the radio station i said you know what i want to I've been doing this for a while already. I wanna get my own show. I don't wanna be a second banana like as you call it. I wanna have my own show. So basically that that what happened, it developed into me having having my own my own show. Um I used to be on Saturday nights late at night and I used to be have a show from like uh eight o'clock until midnight, like a four hour show. Um and then that developed into what I have now on Sundays for for two hours, is called Domingo Felices, Happy Sundays. And, uh, basically that I've been doing that ever since.
0: And so you were working in insurance for a number of years while you were also cultivating this radio experience. Is that right?
1: Yes. Um, like I said, I have, I have put in 25 years as an insurance agent and radio came about the story that I just told you happened. Um, probably after I was selling insurance for about 10 years. I had already been selling insurance for 10 years when this happened. So I was, I was doing both things at the same time. You know, I, I had enough, uh, flexible time, on, um, as an insurance agent that I can work out, uh, my schedule for the, you know, from the radio at, um, a different time or, you know, work it out.
0: So it sounds like you've had a number of different careers in your lifetime. You were in different forms of sales, different kinds of industries, um, but those skill sets that you developed back then—the sales, the working with people, all of that—seems like it's really carried you forward to what you're doing now. And and at this point, you're sort of semi-retired. Is that right? Yeah. Well, I
1: mean, yeah. I I guess I you can call it semi-retired. I wouldn't say I'm re- semi or or retired at all because I'm a workaholic. I'm always doing some stuff, and I I. I don't they, they say there's no not rest for the wicket. Okay. But <laughs> they yeah. say I, I always say you I'm gonna I'm gonna rest enough when I when I die. So <laughs> so I I like to keep myself busy. But yeah, um as far as my regular career, uh which I was as an insurance agent, I, I, I stopped doing that. I retired from that and I dedicated myself to doing the radio and doing events, creating events, uh, uh and I hosted all kind I have hosted all kind of different um big festivals here in the city of chicago um i was one of the originators from the cuban festival the cuban festival ran for about 10 years in the city of chicago until the until the pandemic came and after the pandemic and um, that kind of hit us hard and after that we ran into uh, other difficulties um financial situations stuff like that and we haven't done that for a while but we were going 10 years 10 years strong and out of those ten years, I hosted the event for eight years. I was the main host, um, and we had had all kind of big name stars, um, which I had which I uh, introduced to the audience and and performed at, at the festival. That that was one of the biggest festival in the Midwest, the Cuban Festival. Where we had at any given time on a weekend over 500,000 people. Wow! It was it was a big event. Um, then I have also hosted the um, Puerto Rican festival out here. Um, I hosted the Latin American festival, and I have hosted the um, Peruvian festival uh, two years and two years too. Um, so I have hosted a few different plus private events plus um, dances that I do um you know events that i don't for, that I don't for myself or some other people have hired me to um you know host their events as well
0: so it sounds like you were able to create a solid foundation for yourself through the previous careers that you've had. Um, You mentioned some financial stability and so forth that you were able to establish through that and then basically use that to launch you into something it sounds like you have a lot of fun with now.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I love what I do. Even if I wasn't making any money, I would do it for free. <laughs> I always say that that's uh that's what you've got to find. I think you if you have a passion for something... Uh, if you're, you know, studying, or you're doing a job, or you, you're studying some kind of career, what you have to do is stop for a minute and think to yourself: Is this something that I would do, even if I didn't get paid? Do I love it so much that I would do this even if I, if I wasn't getting paid at all, for free? If you if you answer yes to yourself, I think that's the direction that you gotta go.
0: Career Buzz on CIUT 89.5 FM in Toronto and worldwide at CIUT.FM. Stories show that who you are matters. I'm your host, Erica Madison. Before continuing on with today's show, I'd like to remind you about other Career Buzz episodes about inspiring career stories. To check them out, go to careercycles.com and click podcast or subscribe to the podcast Career Buzz on your podcast app. We appreciate you leaving us a review. I want to let listeners know about the February 21st episode of Career Buzz, anchored by Mark Franklin of careercycles.com. In it, Mark interviews dancer and rehabilitation therapist, Kristen Haight. Did you know that you can find Career Buzz on Facebook? We have links to past episodes, photos, and more. Go to https://www.facebook.com/slash Show. Now, back to my interview of radio personality, event producer, entrepreneur, salsa music aficionado, Frank Camacho. Frank, you were sharing about how you think it's important for f- people to find work that really brings them joy, that's fulfilling to them. Say a little bit more about that and any advice that you would offer to people who are searching for what that might be for them.
1: Well, like I said, you have to find something that you're passionate about, that you are willing to do no matter what. No, You know, sometimes it's, uh, you might be feeling sick. Sometimes you might be feeling tired. But... Um, you have an obligation to, if it's something that you really enjoy uh, and you want to bring pleasure to other people, like like on my case, I, I come to work, which I don't consider this work, but I mean, I'm here doing my show, whether I'm sick, whether there's been a death in the family, whatever. I mean, I put my audience first. As long as you are happy with what you're doing and always remember that, um, you get a lot of satisfaction by helping people and by providing something that they will enjoy, that they will like. And that's 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 the only advice that I can give somebody. I, I would always tell them, find something that you like, something that gives you pleasure, and something that you feel like you are accomplishing something by doing it.
0: When you think back on your career, do you feel like there are any mistakes that you made?
1: Well, yeah, I am my worst best, <laughs> my worst critic. My, I, I will say I am the worst critic uh, of myself. Um, I will always like to be a lot better, more eloquent, more. T- I'm a lot better in Spanish than, I, but, you know, English is my second language. I'm a lot better, more fluent in Spanish. But even as a professional, there are times when I stumble if I'm having a bad day or something is going wrong while we're doing this show because it makes a big difference of what a lot of people don't realize. When a lot of people see a show and they see no flaws on it, uh, 99% of the time is because the show is not live. The show is recorded. So when you're doing a live show, it's a completely different animal. Uh, if you blow it, if you make a little mistake, uh, <laughs> people are going to tell. And I try to avoid those things from happening, but sometimes if you're alive, it's, it's unavoidable. And what I have to work on and what I see myself uh, having having a flaw or, or getting upset about things that are going wrong that you cannot help it, like human mistakes. Everybody makes a mistake, but you're working with an engineer, you're working with different people, and if they make a mistake up front, since you're the one that is your name on the show or you're the host of the show... Everything is gonna reflect on you. So I have to try to work harder on that. It's that's something that I, I see as uh, it can always always improve. Hmm.
0: And is there anything that you wish you had done more or less of when you look back on your career? I wish
1: I had I I, I had, had the opportunity to work with a lot of big name artists. Um, on the salsa world I mean if you're familiar with salsa I mean I have presented Alberto uh, Santa Rosa uh the grand combo de Puerto Rico um Willie Chirino um you know big name artists um uh la India I mean um, just about every anybody um uh, anybody that you can think of I I had the opportunity to um introduce them and showcase them and um on different festival but I had not had the opportunity to interview a lot of the big names that I would like you know have done. Um uh, I have interviewed a lot of big names but not as many as I like. If it's up to me, I would like to interview everybody. <laughs> everybody that was you know real real famous on, on on the genre that I represent, which is the salsa. Mm.
0: And when you think about how you have said yes to many opportunities in your life you mentioned for instance that you had this chance to meet somebody who was a radio personality somebody who you looked up to and they provided you with a chance to come on their radio show and you mentioned that it was just luck but i do have to say you did certain things that facilitated that to happen you yourself into certain situations and you said yes to certain opportunities that made certain things possible say a little bit more about that
1: well yeah what i think is uh you know opportunity knocks in your door then you you know you have to take advantage of that you can there's a lot of people that are afraid of uh failing you know and you cannot be afraid if you're gonna if you decide to do something if you have a dream pursue it it doesn't matter what people might think it doesn't matter. People, there's gonna always gonna be people that gonna criticize you. Uh, I am the worst critic of myself, uh, but I, I'm still doing it. I'm still doing it because I enjoy what I what I what I do. And I p- pushing everything aside. You know, I don't care other people's opinion of my work or what I do as long as I'm making other people happy. And that that is the bottom line for me. I bring music. I bring joy. I make people laugh. And to me that's the biggest reward i mean there's no money that can uh they can uh you know reward you other than other than that i mean no, there's no amount of money that can give you more pleasure than that than making people you know happy and that's that's what I enjoy to do and I enjoy music I enjoy playing music i enjoy talking about it i enjoy um letting people know about different stories um my um the times that I met the artist, uh, little stories about what happened or, um, my knowledge of who wrote this song and what year, um, uh, how this song came about, um, things of that nature. I, I, I love doing that, you know, it's just little, little comments, little things where people go, huh, I didn't know that. Look, now I know what this means, you know, like, uh. You know, I mean, if you're not familiar with the Spanish market, it's a little, it's a little hard for you to, to understand or relate to some of the stories. Um, but you know, like for instance, there's there's a a, a Cuban uh, writer who is real, real well known who re, uh, um, revived the careers of people that were already, like you can say, out of the picture for a while, and a lot of people don't know who he is. I mean, a lot of times you. Hear the, the artist singing a song, but you don't know who wrote you don't know who wrote the song. And uh, I think it's so important to tell the people this was written by such and such person, and this person did it because of this and that. Like for instance, uh, there's there's a song real famous that is called Fabricando Fantasía, which is uh, uh, Fabricating Fantasy in, in English if you translate it, and it was written by the same guy that I'm talking about. Uh, his name is uh, Jorge Luis Piloto. He's a com- Cuban composer. He's one of the greatest. He um, resurrected uh, Luis Enrique career, which is which is a big uh, name on, on salsa, um, with a, a, a tune that is, uh, that is called "Yo No Sé Mañana." I don't know about tomorrow. He is the one that wrote that song. He also wrote "Fabricando Fantasías por Tito Nieve." Now, what people are not aware, of, "Fabricando Fantasías," you hear it and you think it's a love song. But basically, what it is, is he's writing about, he wrote about Tito's son that passed away. So, the lyrics, if you listen to it, is like it could be interpreted like a love song that you miss this person because of that. And what he's talking about missing his son that he's already, you know, gone. So, there's a lot of things, a lot of stuff, like that, a lot of trivia or a lot of information that people might not get in a regular show that I provide. And I think people enjoy that, you know, listening to ordering on the songs and uh, listening to my comments or or, uh, listening to me telling stories of how I met this person or how did I get into the business or, you know, uh, times that I share with different artists. I think it's it's something that uh, people get a big kick out of it.
0: Well, there are so many things that are interesting about your career story, Frank. There's the fact that you've loved this music your whole life? I mean, did you ever imagine as a child uh, growing up in Cuba that you would be a radio personality bringing these stars onto your show and introducing them at huge music festivals that you'd organized?
1: Uh, no, I, I really, to be honest, no. I had never, never thought about it. You know, um, growing up in Cuba, it's it's, it's a completely different um, Different world, you know. Like I said, I always enjoy music. I was listening to all kind of music. I remember when I was when I was a kid, uh, listening to English music. Listen to um, famous uh, piano player, which probably a lot of people don't don't even know who he who he was. Um, Eddie Duchin, uh, famous piano piano player. Listening to Paul Anka, his album that he recorded when he was 15, when he had all the big hit Diana and this and that. Uh, crazy Love, all that. I remember listening to all that growing up, listening to English music, and I was not that much into salsa, which is, was uh, the music of my country, until I left Cuba. Because when I left Cuba, that's when I, I mean I had listened to salsa all my life, but once you leave your your homeland, it's like that nostalgia, you know that that feeling that my God, I'm missing so much this that I had all my life and I didn't know how much it was a part of me how much I needed it until it was gone and that's how that's why I, that's when I started listening to more salsa and that's how I got into the into the business of uh salsa music and I, and I, and I love it and I still listen to all kind of music but to me uh, that's a g- genre that I choose and that's the genre that I represent and I just love salsa
0: well, it sounds like it's the music that really helped you feel a connection to where you're from, to your past, to your, your ancestry, yeah. your history, and then to be able to have you know a forum where you're able to share that with your audience and help them feel connected to the artists, to you, to that culture. What a special thing to be able to do.
1: Yes, I, I love it. I know there's a lot of people that... um you know call up they call up the show and they they you talk to them I relate to the people I mean I, I'm I'm always you know the the lines the phone lines are always open here in the show and you hear, you you hear a lot of people calling you and they say well well we're cooking right now while we're listening to you or oh, we're cleaning the house or oh, we're doing this oh when I used to be late at night there was a family that used to party just listening to my show or some people are playing dominoes, which is a very common thing in, in, in uh, among Hispanics. And they'd be saying, oh yeah, we're playing dominoes and so we're listening to all your tunes you're playing. Or they'd be requesting songs, can you play this for me? Can you play that for me? And I had such a good feeling just, you know, hearing people telling me how, how much they relate to my show, how much they relate to the same music, or how much they enjoy the same music that I'm enjoying playing for them. And it's, it's, uh, it's a feeling that you can't, you can't stop that.
0: And it sounds like from your radio show, as well as the music festivals that you organize, that there's this real feeling of bringing people together, a real community and this sort of shared experience.
1: Uh, definitely. We have in all our, uh, all our different shows that we have done here and the city of Chicago, we have done the Kievan festival, the, uh, uh, Puerto Rican festival. Now, we, uh, next week, we're covering the Peruvian festival. And uh, the following week, we're, we're covering the Colombian festival. Uh, what we're doing is we're bringing together all kinds of different nationalities under one umbrella, under all being all Hispanics and all listening to music and enjoying life and making music a, a big part of your life, especially salsa music, which is what I love.
0: Wonderful! I can see that coming through, and I, I share that love, although I know much less about it than you do. But I do enjoy dancing to it. Um, so, what what do you feel is next for you?
1: Well, I want to. Um, I would love to have bigger audience and, and create bigger events, um, which it takes a lot of money. <laughs> so, if anybody up there is listening and they wanna they wanna come and help us out, we'd be more than happy to. Uh, uh, yeah, if you wanna pitch in some money, we we'll, we can create some big event. That would be my that would be the uh, the goal, you know. Um, get bigger, create bigger events, and and hopefully, uh, it would be nice to have our show uh, grow, you know, make it, make it bigger, make it where uh, it can reaches it can reach more people. I mean, it, it reaches enough people right now through the internet, but uh, not the amount of audience because there's so much choices out there. There's so much competition, there's so many, many different things that you do nowadays that sometimes if you don't get the people's uh, attention in five or 10 minutes, uh, you're gone. They don't listen to you anymore. Uh, you know And I want to be able to uh, bring the audience in and keep the audience like what I do in, you know, what I do in my, my two-hour show, uh, which is not easy to do, especially nowadays with so many choices, you know, for people.
0: Frank, you mentioned that you like to tell jokes. Yes, I'm imagining you have a lot of good jokes. Would you like to share one with us uh, right now?
1: boy, you put me in the spot. <laughs> you put me in. You put me on the spot. Um, most of them are in Spanish, so you know a lot of times you will lose some in in the in the in, the, uh, in you know in translation. Um, Do you
0: want to say it in Spanish and then you can paraphrase it in English or even just say it in Spanish? Well, and then... I, can,
1: I, I can try to tra- translate some of them. But, you know, um, being from Cuba, you know, Cuba is a, a country where um, you don't have all the goods that you have here. Some people blame the uh, embargo, uh, which is not 100% uh, true. A lot of, a lot has to do with the government that's that's running the country and running everybody's life over there. Um, so imagine this in Cuba: there's a <laughs> there's a guy that goes to uh, to buy some uh, tools. He he's gonna go buy some tools. He goes to a uh, um, see now I can't think of the word in English. Uh, what do you call hardware where you hardware store? Hardware. Thank you. <laughs> the guy goes to the hardware store to buy some tools. So he he reaches, he goes up to the guy and he goes, can I, can I get a hammer? And the guy goes, uh, no, we don't have any hammers. The guy goes, um, how about some nails? Can I have some nails? And the guy goes, no, we don't have any nails either. And the guy goes, well, how about some screws? Do you have any screws? The guy goes, no, we don't have any screws. How about some pliers? Do you have any pliers? No, we don't have any pliers. Now, you got to remember, this is Cuba, right? And the guy goes, hey. You don't have anything. Why don't you just lock up the place and and get the hell out of here? The guy goes, I can't lock up because we don't have locks. Or we don't have any <laughs> anything that we can use to lock up the doors. <laughs> That's basically... I mean, but it, it sounds a lot funnier than what it is in Spanish. Right. But, I mean, if you're from there, then you get the whole meaning. Like, there's really nothing in Cuba that you can get, you know, without the government approval and stuff like that. But like that, I, they, you know, and then I have a lot of... Uh, Mother-in-laws, which are always the poor victims of all the all the the jokes. You it's an know? easy target. Yes, okay. an easy target. Yes. Okay.
0: Thank you. Um. So, Frank, tell us where people can go to learn more about um the work that you're doing.
1: Okay, so they can listen to us live um every Sunday at one p.m. Central Time uh on of course the United States of America uh, Central Time. At www.ceoradio.com. You can listen to our show live, or you can go to Facebook and look for uh, recordings uh, under the show's name, which is Domingos Felices, which means Happy Sundays. There, you can, uh, we have the archives of uh, old shows in there going back at least a couple of years, two or three years. Um, you can see some of the interviews with uh, different names, a lot of local artists. A lot of upcoming artists, um, a lot of big name artists like Mayito Rivera, who is a, a famous uh, Cuban um, Cuban singer from Los Bambang, which is one of the hottest uh, band of all times. Um, and a lot of local, up, upcoming local artists uh, here from Chicago. You can enjoy their, um, their music uh, that we play in our show and you can listen to the interviews that we have done here in the studios.
0: And how about your music festivals? Where can people find out more about those?
1: Well, if you can follow follow me on on Facebook, uh, I'm under Frank Camacho, or you can go. Uh, there's there's one that I have done in the past. It's called A Fest. You can check out Abanafest. Fest. Um, I had Ray Ruiz, which is a big Cuban uh, Cuban singer. I had him at one time. Um, I had had Liset Morales, which is. Uh, a girl that's, uh, i say, is an next celia Cruz. She's a, a singer. She sings all, all of Celia's uh, son. Uh, Pedro Jesus, which is a good friend, who is 25 years. This year will be 25 years that he's in the business. And he's not only a singer, but he's also a composer. Um, he is also one of the people that I have had on my on my show. You can check out all their performance. And um, pretty soon, we'll be, we'll be doing some more events. So that's... You know that's that's something to look forward to
0: exciting um one of the things that really comes across in speaking with you and hearing your story is that you've had all of these different kinds of experiences but there are certain common themes you love bringing joy to people whether it's through jokes sharing music bringing them together at big events Um, you've applied your sales experience and your customer orientation to the work that you've done in different settings. So those are some of the transferable skills that you've used. And you've been able to combine different things simultaneously. So while you were selling insurance, you were also launching your experience as a radio host. And then later as a radio host, and leading an event production company and putting on these large-scale events. So those are some of the things that I take away. Um, what are some of your observations about your own career?
1: Uh, that's a good question. I've never been asked that. Um, you know, I, I I, think I just get it. I mean, I don't get um. I, I don't get worried or I don't get, because um, it's always going to be roadblocks, you know? I don't get discouraged. I I just feel like um, if I'm going to do something, I, I go ahead and push no matter how hard it looks and how hard it gets. And I, if I'm going to do a task, I want to finish that task regardless. Regardless, I'm going to accomplish what I what I set up my, my mind to do. And basically it's because I get pleasure out of doing it, out of accomplishing things, and I get pleasure out of seeing other people's um faces and uh, seeing other other people's uh reaction when I do my events. I I see how people react, you know, how happy they get, and that gives me satisfaction. That's like I said, there's no no money in the world that can they they can buy that, you know, that that pleasure, that satisfaction.
0: Thank you for your time.
1: Oh, it's been my pleasure. Um like I said, anybody that uh, that wants to find us, they can find us, they can follow me on Facebook and they can find us um right here at this radio station through our link, www.wcgoradio.com. Thank you very much and thank thank you to your audience as well for uh putting up putting up with this uh keyword, crazy keyboard.
0: <laughs> our pleasure. Um, any final um, words you'd like to share in Spanish and then maybe also um, repeat in English?
1: Uh, be happy. Sea feliz and listen to salsa. Salsa will change your life.
0: show that who you are matters. I'm your host, Erica Madison. I lead a career advising and executive coaching practice called Erica Madison Coaching and Consulting. Visit ericamadison.com to learn more. That's E-R-I-C-A-M-A-T-T-I-S-O-N.com. If you have comments or questions, please share them with Mark Franklin at mark. At CareerCycles.com. That's M-A-R-K at CareerCycles.com. Thanks to my guest, Frank Camacho. Technical production by Jonathan Rosen. Subscribe to Career Buzz on your favorite podcast app and find it at the podcast link on CareerCycles.com. You can catch Career Buzz every Wednesday at 11 a.m. on CIUT. That's it for today's episode of Career Buzz. Thanks for listening.
2: Por tu manera de mirar y el movimiento al andar me vuelves loco. Por esa forma de pensar me hace subirme a
3: in the middle
4: Up, kid. It's not what you think. Stayed out too late. Had a little too much to drink. Walk home cross the bridge when the marquee shut down. There's a reason that I love this town. Nobody cares how much money you have. If you've got enough to get it. There'll be drinks on the house If your house burns down There's a reason that I love this town I saw your bed shot the shit with miniature Tim If he needs a tune, now I'll write one for him We like the same books and we like the same sounds There's a reason that I love this town I played a show in Kelowna last year Said pick it up Joel, we're dying in here Picture one hand clapping, then picture half that sound There's a reason that I hate that town If you saw my Down in our soup, some French restaurant. I saw Riviera de Lou. Last night at the tour, we burnt the place to the ground. There's a reason that I love this town. There's a reason that I love this town. There's a. Reason
1: sound like